0: hello and welcome to day five of mary's ginmas mary ginmas with me sophie aka mary which i realized I didn't say yesterday but you know if you've been listening you should know who we all are by now well i'd hope anyway uh five on the um five twelve days of christmas five gold rings and we're on gin number five and um actually yeah i'll let you know what it is before we have a little chat it is the lovely cotswolds dry gin but it's a the cloudy christmas gin so we have our first proper christmas gin on the list so far um last night after after recording i had a little think about it was really good um the brass Lion, and i actually think i'll downgrade it to a four which i know is bad but the flavors just didn't last as long as i was hoping and compared to some of the others with the better length like i just wanted more of that citrus so great gin really nice but Yeah, I think that's kind of a little bit fairer on that. So sorry, Brass Line, but there we go. Anyway, back to today, we have the Cotswold Dry Gin, the Cloudy Christmas Gin. This one's the highest we've had so far on day five. It's 46% ABV. It's got a nice little kind of Christmassy label with it, uh, showing some Christmas flavours. And it's got the bauble as a lime and an apple or tomato. Depends how you look at it, (laughs) which is quite easy. Or it could be a cranberry, actually. Didn't think about that. I might make more sense, Christmassy. So a little bit Cotswolds dry gin. They said on the board they're established twenty fourteen, so they're a little bit older, been around for a while. Um, they say their base alcohol for gin is made from wheat, which is neutral grain spirit by Haymans in Essex. The Cotswolds actually are sort of to me being from Midlands to the south, sort of south west, um, sort of quite a nice kind of around Oxfordshire kind of way. Just so you have a kind of idea what the Cotswolds is for those listening. Anyway, they're going to the pot copper. They've got a pot copper. <laughs> I'm eating my words today it's not even that late so i can't really say that copper pot still made by arnold holstein in germany it's a 500 liter pot still most gins actually we've been looking at are all copper pot still so that's quite quite good and they only fill it three quarters of the way full to kind of get the vapors going the copper and the base botanicals they macerate it for about 15 hours really i find this interesting i don't know if you all listening to it will um the hearts they come to about 83 percent abv laid to rest and then they make the gin and they make quite a few different gins and this one is the christmas one so it's a limited edition cloudy christmas gin, a festive twist on their classic cotswolds dry gin with nine botanicals including zesty clementine cardamom juniper with touch of christmas magic uh warm spice traditional juniper taste and a signature cloudy glow and ice or tonic is added So it looks like I'm going to have to try this with ice. I've only tried a little tiny bit to talk to you guys, but you know I don't have tonic. So I don't think I'm going to add tonic, but I can add ice and see whether that makes it nice and cloudy. So it's actually got all the flavors listed because sometimes they don't always tell you all of them, like almost it's a secret, but it's quite nice to know. So it's got juniper, angelica, grapefruit, clementine, lavender, cardamom, black pepper, bay leaf, and coriander. Um, On the nose, bold citrus led by the Christmassy aroma of clementine. I do like clementines. We are going on about grapefruit the other day, but clementines, kind of in the orange flavour. I like them, so it will be good. Clean pines, juniper spice on the palate with fresh citrusy grapefruit. Oh, the grapefruit is back. Everyone loves the grapefruit. Pomble mousse, 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 rich and velvety smooth finish. A long lingering finish of juniper, cardamom and cotswold lavender. That would make sense why the lavender's on the bottle. And I think that bauble I thought was a tomato apple is actually a um, clementine. Oh, well. Uh, celebrate, I want to make something in the same fan Christmasy twist. Uh, I'm just trying to think. Yeah, traditional copper pot again. Uh, use 10 times the average amount of botanicals to ensure our gin is high in flavour-rich oils. Okay. Shall we try? I'm, I'm thinking that. Says so a large with ice, Indian tonic water, and watch the clouds appear with orange and star anise. Well... On the nose, it does, you get quite a lot of the hint of juniper, like it, it smells like a gin, because some ones we had recently don't smell of gin. And citrusy. And actually, on the back of that, as if the mic's picking me sniffing, <laughs> which kind of sounds like an odd thing, because the glass and how I'm recording were kind of the the smell from this, y- you do get that clementine. It's got the citrus and it's got the back of it. Always reminds me, actually, the picture on the bottom online actually. The, the weird tomato just look like a Clementine. I'm sorry, God's old dry gin. It's not a tomato. Anyway, <laughs> um, I always remember at Christmas we used to, at school, have like Clementine or an orange and put like little candles in if we went up to the church. So that's what it reminds me of, like a Clementine-y smell. But yeah, it's got a really strong burst of juniper, of citrus. Even though it doesn't say on the nose, is a distinctive juniper smell on the nose that's really strong with this kind of clementine coming around the back kind of coming around to say i'm still here and i'm going to tantalize your taste buds hopefully when i try so we'll give it a swig and have a little go wow that that's Yep. Rich and velvety smooth, it definitely is. It wraps around. So you get that burst of the juniper and the citrus and the grapefruit. And there's something else there. I'm gonna have to try and try. And the clementine kind of wraps around her... it's gonna be the lavender. The lavender's running round. Cause it says the finish is lavender, so yeah. You get the burst of the juniper. You get a burst of citrus, but it's not distinguishable citrus. And it's really kind of wrapping round and kind of There's no burn, there's no alcoholic burn. This being 46%, I thought you would get a burn because I'm trying it neat. You do not at all. It's just literally wrapping around my mouth and kind of finishing off coating it in kind of a really pleasant way. And then the finish is there. It's got that spice and it is the lavender. The lavender's very unique, great choice. I don't think I have really had a gin with lavender. Actually, I wasn't sure how it would hold up, but that lavender is a kick. It's almost like it comes around the back kind of hits you but unlike yesterday's there's enough time for the other flavors to kind of come and say hello have like kind of the party in your mouth with the flavors before that lavender comes in the back like it was late to the party but you know you want it there it's not the life of the party but it makes a big part of it let's have another go yeah you get that it's definitely juniper there there's kind of this hint of spice coming through the pamplemousse, the clementine, and then it's kind of you wait for a moment. You kind of just like mm, this is really good, and that's when the lavender comes. So yeah, lavender is late to the party, but you're so happy it arrived. It's it's like it's just bringing that extra. You know, when the party begins to die down, everyone's been there a little while. And you're like, mm, what should I do now? Lavender comes and gets you, and it's great. It's coming around. there's a bit of spice but it's the lavender predominantly that you're left with after that sort of moment of i'm not sure what's happening but i'm going to come and say hello too just trying a little bit again but yeah more i have it The more you get that citrusy burst lots of like juniper get that hint of the clementine then you pause and you're like i'm not sure what's happening and lavender comes back Lavender's there, but lavender's like I'm here to stay. I'm bringing this party back. Wow, that's impressive. That is a very well blended gin to go through that kind of flavor journey with you. It's spot on. I think staying earlier about the brass lime. This one definitely deserves for a Christmas gin. Four point five to four point seven five. Like I'm impressed with this the the lengths were kind of how well it's blended and what it's taken you through as a tasting journey of great and that hint of lavender is a stroke of genius on the end coming around kind of wrapping you kind of like you're lulled into a sense of this is it this is all you've got but no no lavender is coming back to get you and it's just great I would, I would be kind of cautious, as it says with tonic, what the tonic would do to it, whether it killed that lavender. I'm, I'm not going to try this with tonic, even though it says it makes it cloudy. I will put it over some ice to see how it clouds up and let you know on tomorrow's how that kind of went down. But... And I probably should have read it before I spoke to you guys so you could kind of see what was happening there. But I will I will try it with some ice and see from there. But as a Christmas gin, like, I haven't really tried any Christmas gin. And then this was one of the reasons I got the calendar. I was like, oh, I'm going to try some gins. Hopefully there's some Christmassy gins because I'm feeling festive. It's December, like it's the 5th of December, and it's quite nice to have that. And definitely it's it's so great. It's, it's putting me even more in a festive spirit from that. Um, I wouldn't call lavender a Christmas flavour, but... Like I said, you want it there at this party in this Cotswolds gin, bringing something extra. Great gin. I applaud Cotswolds gin. You can have some clicks because I don't know how well my clapping comes out. So we'll do some clicks because it make better for for hearing. But yeah, great gin. I would say definitely is my favourite so far of these. Just because of the depths, like some of the others have been great. Like can't doubt how they've gone. But this... Yeah, really appealing to me and really nice to have that kind of Christmassy thing. Bring on day six, I say. Um, Before we finish, so there's the kind of tradition I do on the 5th of December, uh, because coming from sort of German heritage, is that you put your shoe out on the 5th. uh, You put it on your little windowsill and you clean it off. And if you've been good, St. Nicholas comes and puts chocolate and sweets in it. And if you've been bad, a guy called Knesst Ruprecht comes and puts a pile of sticks in instead. Um, As a child, thankfully, I just got chocolate. And please, this year, St. Nicholas, please bring me more gin. I don't know if I will get gin, but please, that would be great as a Christmas wish. And tomorrow, I'll let you all know what I got in my shoe, and we can go from there. Because uh, my mum still sends me stuff for it, even though, you know, I'm I'm quite a lot older than child age now. But I appreciate it. But hope everyone has a good fifth if you put out your shoe. Hope you get something nice. Have a good rest of your Sunday, and I'll catch you tomorrow. Goodbye for now!